Today's show is sponsored by Liquid IV. When you purchase Liquid IV, they donate a serving to someone in need. Liquid IV's new hydration multiplier plus immune support is available online, liquidiv.com, and you get 25% off your order by using the promo code REAL at checkout. Today's show is also sponsored by Policy Genius. Policy Genius compares quotes from the top life insurance companies all in one place to help you find the best price. So if you're one of the many people looking to buy life insurance right now, head to policygenius.com. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where we talk about exactly that every single week, real life, which means some episodes might be about a fight we just had, some episodes might be about potty training since we have two toddlers, and some might be about eschatological realism because I love thinking and talking about deep theological things, and maybe we'll talk about all three of those in one episode. But we hope the show feels like hanging out in our living room with us, drinking a cup of coffee as we discuss faith and family and culture and Jesus. Me and my lovely wife, Alyssa, are your hosts, and don't hesitate to hit us up or reach out on social media to say hi or comment on this week's episode. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Life Podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa Becky, and I am so excited for today because I have the honor of interviewing my good friend, Um, author Jessica Smart. Jessica, thank you so much for being on today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. You know, I'm, I feel like we've like talked um, via Vox and text a lot, but I just can't wait for the day that we can finally meet in person. I know. And especially if that day is in Hawaii. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, okay. So you guys, the reason why I have Jessica on today is because she has written two books, The Memory Making Mom and Let Them Be Kids, and they are two of my all-time favorite motherhood books. I feel like they are so inspiring, encouraging, Um, and I feel like you just have this way about you that we can just tell that you delight so much in your children, and that encourages my heart to delight in my kids and to have joy in motherhood, and sometimes you know, sometimes in the grind, it can be hard to have joy. And so um, I'm just so excited that you're on today. And we're going to be talking a lot about having joy in motherhood, um, just working through like pressures and mom guilt, and especially just how to make memories during the holidays. It's November. I'm so excited. I feel like when November first hit, it's like a holiday almost. Um, And so how do we as moms just really delight in our kids in this season, make special memories, um, not having it to be so Pinterest perfect, but just real life sweet memories with our kids. So Jess, can you just tell us a little bit about you and your family and what motherhood looks for you looks like for you um, on a daily basis yeah so um, married to my husband Todd and we have three kids two boys and a girl so the boys are 11 9 and then the girl is six and um, right now we're living in a teeny tiny town home but we are building this is just something kind of cool about our family we're building um, a home on a piece of land with my parents and my two sisters. So there will be a whole slew of little cousins, um, you know, running around like crazy (laughs) pretty soon. So, yeah, so that's super fun. So we homeschool and the boys are in sports. So I feel like we've gotten to that stage, you know, when you have little kids, it sometimes seems like you're just super stir crazy and never leave your house. And everybody said, oh, that's going to change, but it doesn't feel like it's going to, you know, but now we are at that stage where it's like, 
we eat dinner, then we go jump in the car, go run to some practice, you know, <laughs> and life is a little more crazy, but, um, but it's good. It's, it's great. I love it. So that is a new, when did you feel that shift change? Like, oh, I'm not in the little years anymore. Yeah. As soon as we started playing sports, mm-hmm. um, which was like for us, you know, around age seven, eight for the boys. Um, but I feel like if you homeschool, you kind of buy some time for that. Cause sure. you know, that, which is one thing I love about homeschool is then we can be more busy with sports and you know, all the extracurriculars and not feel like we're like totally losing our brains. <laughs> <laughs> Are your boys playing right now with COVID? So they actually are. Baseball somehow has like slid under the radar because you can like technically be six feet almost mm-hmm. anywhere. So they have been able to play um, on, they do like a travel team. The rec teams have kind of shut down, but um, that's been a really sweet gift of normalcy, I feel like. Yeah. Also kind of give me a little bit of paranoia, like bring all the wipes and all the alcohol and... <laughs> right (laughs) yeah um jeff was he was in baseball his whole life he was a pitcher oh Oh. in college wow okay totally can relate to that life yeah that's so cool i have a i have a pitcher too and he would love to play in college so yes (laughs) someday you can teach me the the path for that (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i meant like when he was like ending college so i feel like i kind of missed out on being the girlfriend mm. that went to all the games, you know? Oh. <laughs> um, okay, so tell us a little about how you came to write Memory Making Mom, like how that even became a thing that you um, lived out and treasured being a mom. Yeah. Well, I didn't really start, like, being really intentional about traditions. I always felt like other moms did a better job, and my sister is, like, super good. At, you know, it's like, oh, it's, you know – St. Patrick's Day and we're all having, you know, beer, bread and shepherd's pie and cutting out. And I was like, ah, you know, like (laughs) felt super behind. But we had a couple like medical scares with my son. And um, through that, you know, a lot of times those moments are kind of like wake up calls. And so we realized that, um, you know, it's so short of a period of time. And I guess it just kind of dawned on me, like we could rewrite the story and that was something I could improve on and get better on. And so I just started doing all this research. And I remember Googling like book about family traditions and there really was not like a good one. And so, I mean, there are, there are some, and I've read a ton that, you know, touch on that in really helpful ways. But, um, I just started putting a list together and everyone I met, I would just talk to them about like, what are family traditions that you have and what do you remember? And, um, it was just such a fun project. So I feel like if no one else has learned anything from this book, like our family has been totally transformed by it. Um, by just trying to implement a couple little things. And it's not like I do everything in the book, like for sure, no. And especially I wasn't when I had little kids, um, like teeny tiny kids. But it really has just made so much of a difference for our family. Mm, I love that. Do you feel like you kind of like were living it out as you were writing it or had you already kind of developed these traditions and then no, like for sure now? You're exactly right. We would live it out. Like I would write, and the funny living it out is there's actually a part in there about sickness um, traditions, which was kind of one of my favorite parts to write, to be honest, because, but while I was writing it, like I knew I was going to have sickness and rest and talk about like Sundays, vacation, sickness. Um, 
And while we were, while I wrote it, our family had a terrible, I mean, this was pre COVID. So I guess at the time it was like the worst thing you could get. And we totally lived that out of like, you know, putting warm washcloths or hot, you know, cold, cold washcloths on people's heads and cleaning up throw up and, you know, just like little ways to show each other that we cared um, during that really awful time. And, you know, that's not one that's like, oh, a warm and fuzzy, but like you do remember that how someone tenderly cares for you in times of sickness, you remember. So yeah, there were so many ways that we like I'd write about something and be like, Hey guys, guess what we're going to do from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that sickness chapter. Weren't you guys sick for like a month? Well, so the kids got it for like three and a half days. And meanwhile, I was like on my deathbed, like sure that this was the end of the road for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I had it for like a month and a half. I was like, this is it. This is, this is my time. It's been good. <laughs> I'm going out this way. I always think that because I'm actually for sure a hypochondriac. So that's just how things go. <laughs> I remember I've never um, had the flu where it's both ends. Yes. And when Cannon was two months old, we went to Oahu. We were speaking at a conference. And that night I got I got food poisoning. Oh. Um, both ends. And I've never experienced that before. And I remember just hugging the toilet and being like, Lord, yeah. now, like, I'm ready. I'm ready oh, for heaven. It's so Oh, it was so awful. Yeah, that's, oh, I don't want to relive that. <laughs> no. Hey guys, I want to take a break to talk about one of this week's sponsors. That's Liquid IV. Now, you know we love them, you guys. Uh, I found myself almost taking one a, a day, especially when I'm out busy and running around, and especially <laughs> in the Hawaii sun where it's easy to get dehydrated or take care of your immune system because of the depletion of the sun. Um, now, if you don't know, Liquid IV, basically what it is, is it uh, the Liquid IV plus immune support specifically is one really, really awesome that I take in the morning because it's um, cutting edge blend of vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, and Wellmune in a convenient single serve packets. Um, you know, vitamin C is well known to help protect your body and support good health. Vitamin D facilitates immune systems. Zinc, the second most abundant trace mineral in your body, supports your immune cell health and function. Each packet is just bursting with fresh, um, awesome ingredients, but then also the tangerine flavor. I love, by the way, it tastes really good. Uh, and it also has their normal stuff like cellular transport technology for hydration and enhances rapid absorption of water and other nutrients into your body. And like I said at the beginning, they help um, every time you buy in regards to donating a serving of liquid IV to someone in need, especially with COVID and stuff right now. So um, liquid IV's new hydration multiplier plus immune support is available at Walmart or order online and get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code real at checkout. That's 25% off anything your order. Use promo code real at liquidiv.com. Tell us about some of the memories you, your family does during the holidays. Like, what are you excited about this year, especially amidst COVID? Um, mm -hmm. I think we're all really looking forward to yes. having something to celebrate and, you know, to have focus on joy. So what are you guys most excited about and what kind of family traditions do you guys do? Yeah. Um, you're so right about, especially during COVID, because I noticed that even in the summer that our traditions felt like even more precious to us because um, some of the things that we were doing had been shut down. So like 
family dinner was just really special. And so I'm looking forward to, I mean, I really love food. So a lot of mine have to do with food, but you know, I plan to do some really special meals and we always do a candlelight the week of Christmas. And then we always do appetizers for Christmas Eve. And then for Christmas, we have like, you know, the traditional Christmas breakfast and you know, those things seem like they're just add-ons. Um, you know, you think of like the important traditions as being like, oh, you know, giving someone their Bible or, you know, praying together and, you know, just like more spiritually kind of things. But I think it's interesting that, you know, even in the Bible, a lot of the traditions had to do with food. And when we look back, like how many things like I tell the story of like my mom when I went to first communion class, um, which I remember like next to nothing from it, unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry to that Lutheran church. But I remember that she would always take me through the McDonald's drive through and like together we would have these burgers and just spend, it was just, you know, I had four kids in my family, so it was really unusual to just be with her. And just adding the food, which hello, it was like McDonald's gross takeout, but it was so precious to me. And, um, so I wouldn't, that's really step one of what I would say is like those food things, like, you know, as parents, you and I like raising kids right now, there's so much the world tells us is important. Like, you know, and a lot of it has to do with your appearance or your goals. And, you know, you and I both have like, you know, worked for things. And I'm not saying that's wrong, but I do think that we all just need to have a hefty reminder that the small things we do to love on our family, even if it's like a small monotonous, like making cinnamon rolls or, you know, mashing the potatoes or, you know, I talk about ironing the napkins and like put lighting candles, all those things are so worth our time. Even if it's just investing in you know, three or four small people or two small people in our own house, you know, um, like it's so worth it. So I don't know, that's like a long answer, but I love sitting down about this time of year and kind of setting some goals and really thinking through, um, you know, what do we, what do we want to accomplish as a family? And we write a Christmas bucket list and that's a cool tradition because it can change every year. Mm -hmm. Um, so we'll all talk about that and kind of, I, just usually assign one for every day in December and you know, we may not do them all and that's fine. Um, but that's a really great tradition. So I can talk about a couple more, you know, in there, but I feel like I have been talking for a while. <laughs> no, I love these. I think these are so great because it just, I feel like it's so helpful to have practical things mm -hmm. and you know, how many of us go on Pinterest and research like things to do with our kids or Advent activities. Yes. And so I love hearing it from someone who's already paved the path and who does it a lot. And I, I love how you talk about it because it just feels so grace filled. Mm -hmm. um, and I would love for you to talk more about that because um, I think as women, especially during the holidays, I remember thinking this last year, like there's just so much to do. <laughs> you know, you have mm -hmm. all the Christmas shopping and traditions and Advent and um, parties and get togethers. And, and sometimes it can be really hard not to get consumed with all of that and feel discouraged or like we're trying to keep up with the Joneses or, um, or just feel it. Sometimes I can feel like no matter what I do, it's not going to be enough. Mm -hmm. And, you know, especially as we have social media and we can compare 
different things, different people. Um, I would love for you to just talk about that. How do we fight those feelings, mom guilt, not enough, um, and really take joy in the season? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I think one big piece of it is like, Yes, I'm so against like that mom guilt of, oh, I have to be perfect. But I also do think that sometimes um, we have nagging feelings of how we want to improve things. And so um, it's like our own, I mean, I'm so not a psychologist, but it's like in a way when we see things, we're reminded of things that we do wish we would do more of. And now certainly we're never going to do everything in the world, but I think there's something to be said for taking a minute and saying like deep breath, God, is there something you want me to add this year? Like not anyone else, but like, what are you saying to me for our family, for these kids I have? And when you silence all the noise and really feel like, I think God answers those kinds of prayers. And so he will give you a picture of what the season can look like for your family. And then that's your goal and you shut your eyes to everything else. But I don't think it's just as simple as like, Oh, you know, don't do anything. Like it's fine. You know, like I think there's a part of it that you're touching on. Like God has given us, I think a desire to create a warm home and nest you know, and we are the memory makers and we are the tradition keepers. And so just kind of listening to your own heart and talking to your husband, that's a big one because, you know, something that he might think is like super special and precious. You're like, what? Okay. (laughs) Um, And your kids too. But, but then after that, just, you know, I think honestly, when you're okay in your own heart with like, this is my season and this is what we're doing, it's easier to silence all of that, you know, sometimes. So I guess that's what I would say, but yeah, you're never going to do it all and nor should we, right? Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. well, and Jessica, I just absolutely love what you said. I want to like go back and rewind it that we actually talk more a little bit about that. Like what is our role as women and wives and mothers in the home? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I read, and I can't remember if it was Edith Schaefer or Sally Clarkson, some, someone that was like an older woman figure. That's what I'm feeling Both like. But yes. Yeah, so, and it was like, in order for there to be a nest, there needs to be a nest maker. It was, it was Edith Schaefer in one of her older books. Um, and so we are, we are the, the one that makes the nest. And I think you know, you're gifted, Alyssa, in ways I'm not. And, you know, the next mom has other giftings. So number one is like, you kind of get in touch with like, what am I great at? And I know moms that are just very spontaneous and, you know, can creative, pull these magic costumes out of thin air. And, you know, um, there's a lot of whimsy and joy in the home. And I tend to be like, my strength is to be more like a planner and kind of follow through with things. So I think you play to your strengths, but, um, but we are the ones that kind of make things happen and we can rely on our husbands too. Like maybe your husband is more of a planner or whatever, but, um, as we look at Christmas, I think just saying like, I'm going to let some things go here and say no to some things. And so, um, for us, we do a scaled down school version. I try to say no to like the extra have to kind of social things. And I also do all of my shopping 
<laughs> well, historically I have, I'm a little behind, like complete it by Thanksgiving so that then you've got the rest of the month where you can be present and like, okay, yeah, let's make cookies. Cause guess what? If I have a bazillion errands to run and I'm hosting three different parties and you know, all this nonsense, I'm going to be stressed when we have to do, you know, make gingerbread houses or whatever. So, um, so those are just some things I do to try to clear my schedule and then have that time to focus on Jesus. And I always think of it like when you set your goals in a couple different categories. And so I will think of like food traditions. And I talked in the beginning about some of those, but maybe it's also like bringing cookies to dad or, you know, having a friend over for um, a dinner, like a lonely neighbor friend kind of thing, or, you know, um, you can do like a shepherd's feast, um, which you can just Google ideas for that. So there's the food category and then there's like activities. Cause I love still the idea of like those just wintry kind of things, you know, snowman and, um, ice skating and looking at Christmas lights. And so I kind of like pick some of those and then also service category. So, you know, um, I can talk about some of our favorites in a minute, but you know, there's a ton of those um, of just ways to love. And I think that's so important because that's our way. Like, this is how I talk to the kids about it. That's our way to give a gift to Jesus because he says that when we show love to the least of these, that's actually a gift for him. Um, so food activities, service, and then spiritual. And I just love so much about Advent. Um, but the big way that we celebrate that is just through reading. And so if you have really little kids, you can, you know, use the Jesus Storybook Bible or do like, have you ever seen The Star from Afar? No, I've never heard of that one. So cute. It's kind of like a um, Christian elf on the shelf idea. Okay, yes, yes. <laughs> so, so you hide like the star and the wise men and the kids find it every day. But that's really fun for little kids. And then for my older kids, we have some really awesome chapter books that are kind of like Advent devotional kind of things um, that we've loved. So, and then there's like the Advent wreath you could do like every Sunday, light a candle. Um, but just thinking of it in those categories and just again, quick time out. If you've got someone in diapers or you're nursing someone, like <laughs> take one of those categories and get rid of it <laughs> or, you know, pick like something really easy, but that, you know, that's just, that's a structure that helps me. All right, guys, I want to take a break to tell you about one of this week's sponsors, and that is Policy Genius, longstanding sponsor of the show, and you know them. Shopping for life insurance, it usually can seem daunting, difficult, um, but if you've got loved ones that depend on you, it's also really important. So me as a dad, I'm always thinking through that and why we have it. Um, and Policy Genius makes that super easy. So they combine cutting-edge insurance marketplace with help from licensed experts to save you time and money. And so right now, you could save 50% or more by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance and when you're shopping for a policy that could last for more than a decade, those savings really do start to add up. So again, head to policygenius.com and in minutes you can work out how much coverage you need and compare the quotes from top insurers to find your best price. Policy Genius will compare policies starting as little as $1 a day. And you might even be eligible to skip the in-person exam, which is awesome too, medical exam. So once you apply, the Policy Genius handles all the paperwork and the red tape and they're super awesome. So if you need life insurance, head to policygenius.com right now to get started. You could save 50% or more by comparing quotes. So again, Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get this right. Jessica, this is so good. Um, I'm learning so much. And I love that this podcast is coming out 
the beginning of November. So we can really perfect and um, make these. And can I say something really quick? Yeah. So my neighbor gave me the idea to do all my shopping in November. And she told me that one year, like December 1st. And I went home, Alyssa, and I was like, okay, I'm doing all my shopping in 48 hours. And I did it. And then I was done. So someone who's listening could still like do it all as fast as they possibly could and then not have to think about it. <laughs> I love that. Okay. I have to ask, do you guys have guidelines for how you give gifts to your kids? So like, we've kind of, yeah, we've kind of done like something you want, something you need, something you want. Wait, read. What is it? I'm forgetting <laughs> now. Have you heard that? Something um, yes. you want, something you want need, something. a need and a read and oh like what's the other one like a practical one no that would be need Spiritual. no one something you want something <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> something you want something you need something you wear the other one is wear right okay something you yes so we've kind of done that and i'm um, sorry for everyone for that awkward 30 seconds of your <laughs> life <laughs> so we've kind of done those and then stockings okay. um yeah. And sometimes I'll think of something else and kind of do it. But what about you? Do you have a way that you do that? You know, I feel like we don't have like a one that we do every year. I think in the years past, we've done like one big present from mom and dad and then stockings. Um, mm -hmm. So, but this year I'm kind of like just trying to figure, I feel like we've always done like toys that they can build with or create with. Um, yes. But we're starting in our new phase where the kids are like, making their Christmas list now. And so, oh, yeah. um, I'm just trying to figure out like, you know, a couple little things or what that looks like. So I love that you guys do the three. I always pass the Christmas list on to the grandparents. I'm like, here's a lot of junk you can oh, choose from. <laughs> that's such a good idea. Okay. Storing that one away. Um, okay. So I just, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I just love this so much because I struggle with organization a lot. <laughs> like I can have these grand ideas, but, mm -hmm. um, I feel much more type B like, so sometimes mm -hmm. it doesn't always happen. So I just love that you're giving all these practicals. So I feel mm -hmm. like I'm set to go like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Um, okay. So what are some, before we wrap up, just like maybe some of the favorite memories you had growing up, like was this the concept your mom really instilled in you or did you have to kind of create your own um, memories with your family? And, um, and then if there's like one really encouraging word that you would give moms for the next couple months, what would mm -hmm. you say to them? Um, well, so questions for when we were little. I think my mom did. I mean, she had four kids, like four and under. We, she, okay. It was so crazy, but she loved it. It was the best years of her life. But things were, you know, she was not, you know, cutting out shamrocks kind of thing. Like, because <laughs> she was like <laughs> drinking a glass of wine at seven o'clock and putting us to bed, <laughs> as would I have. <laughs> but, um, but she was so good at a lot of things. Um, she and foods, especially so many foods I associate with holidays because of her. And, you know, here's the thing. When we were really little, we did not have a lot of money. And so it was the simple things like when we got our stockings out and the same old ornaments and the little tiny manger set, like we would have the best time mm -hmm. just like playing around with our stockings and, you know, playing with the nativity and, 
you know, she, I do remember her decorating the banister with lights and that was so exciting to me. Lights are amazing and such a huge win for kids. Mm -hmm. So, you know, then I, that again is under the category of like things you don't think your kids really notice, but they totally do. Mm -hmm. Um, like decorating the house, you know? Yeah. So she did create a really warm atmosphere. Our childhood was simple, but it was really, mm -hmm. there was a lot of love. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that taught me just the value of like simple things that it doesn't have to be like, okay, now we're going to go, you know, look at all of the ornaments and then today's the day we're going to go climb a mountain and then we're going to go skiing. And, you know, like <laughs> we right. weren't going a lot of places when we were little, but there was a lot of love and just mm -hmm. focusing on Jesus. And that was really precious. So, mm -hmm. um, but I think, you know, your thought about like, what would you say? Like, I think the big thing, um, my, part of my message is I have a real heart for women who have like a, um, what's the word? Like a exception that they feel like, well, you know, yeah, good for you, but I could never do that because blank. Mm -hmm. And so it may be like, well, because I just got a divorce or because I have a sick kid or because well, I had a terrible upbringing. I didn't see any of that like you did. I don't even know how to make traditions or, you know, we have zero money right now and it's really stressful. Like everybody, I think what I've, I have one and that's, we have food allergies. And so every gathering is super charged with stress. And I think everyone has one of those. And if you don't, you will soon. Right. Um, so I think it's a lie from Satan to say like, you can't, have a special Christmas because you're different from everyone else. Like everyone else has this special thing, magic, you know, mm -hmm. um, but you are depressed or you don't have a lot of energy. And so those are just lies because Jesus came because we aren't perfect and because we're just terrible and weak. And so if you're feeling weak and you're feeling not ready for Christmas, guess what? You are in the perfect position for Christmas. Because he came because we were just a hot mess, you know, while we were sinners, Christ died. And so, um, that's when I, when I feel like the Christmas stress coming down on me, <laughs> I'm like, but you know what? This is perfect for Jesus because I need him and he comes to those who need him. So that's really the heart of it. Like you can do Christmas quote unquote perfectly, but the best position to be in really is just to say like, God, we need you. We invite you into our home, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, Jessica, I love that so much, especially because I feel like sometimes we can start off really strong. We can have <laughs> this. We can have all the presents bought. We can be enjoying all the holidays. And then I feel like, you know, two weeks out of Christmas, a week out, all of a sudden it just feels like it all comes crashing down. And yes. I remember feeling like that last year. Like I had done everything. I was so excited. And I just felt like all of a sudden like, I wasn't enough. Like no matter what I did, it wasn't going to be mm -hmm. enough. I felt like I had to do more, get more. Um, and so, and the reality is, and I think sometimes it's hard. Christmas can be hard for people because they remember things that aren't or, you know, right. that aren't there anymore. Um, and I love what you're saying, what you're speaking to us, because that's the reason why we're celebrating is that we have mm -hmm. hope. We have a living hope in Jesus, the rescuer, the savior of the world. And whether it's big things, big griefs and sorrows that we're carrying or lies that the enemy is trying to throw out us, um, or just simple, like, you know, being exhausted from right. being mom. Um, just knowing that 
we need Jesus and he's come and this is why we get to celebrate. I love what you said because I feel like that just brings so much hope um, in the little and the big. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I have a couple of funny stories in there of like things going terribly wrong, like the tree falling over and a squirrel jumped out of the fireplace onto the Christmas tree, <laughs> a live squirrel. Like, so yeah, there's just, there's always something. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, last thing before we go, what is one like new bucket list item that you want to do this year with your kids? Or mm. one that you did last year that you're really excited to do again? Mm. I mean, I feel like I talk about this a lot, but it's just so good. Our favorite thing is the um, candy caning that we do. So it's like our act of service. And we get like edible candy canes, the little candy canes. And if we think of somebody that has had like a rough year and we like jam the candy canes, like tons of them in their yard, like sneakily at night. And then give them like a little gift card or a basket or something and ring the door and like jet out of sight like my husband's the getaway driver and like <laughs> the kids, it gets such a rush and it's just such a win on so many levels. So I definitely, we're going to do that. What a great idea. I love mm -hmm. that. I copied that from someone else, but yes, it is. It's totally our favorite. Oh, okay. Now I'm waiting for memory making mom, the Christmas edition. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for being on today, Jessica. This was just so much fun. I know it's going to be such an encouragement to the listeners. So, if you guys are listening today, um, just I will post it on Instagram and tell us what you love, what things that stood out to you, and maybe some bucket list items or memories that you make with your family, um, so that we can be inspired by each other. Thanks so much, you guys. Bye.